Hello everybody, welcome back to A Few Minutes of History. I'm your host Jake and today we will be transported back to 1879 and the defence of Rourke's Drift. The defence of Rourke's Drift took place on January the 22nd to 23rd 1879 during the Zulu Wars when a force of around 4,000 Zulu warriors attacked the small British garrison at the mission station of Rourke's Drift. After the absolute slaughter at Isandlwana earlier on the 22nd, a force of around 4,000 Zulus, led by King Keshaway's half-brother, advanced on Rock's Drift. They had been held in reserve at Isandlwana and thus had taken no part in the battle. But they wanted a piece of the glory and they also wanted to fight the British. Some British survivors from Isandlwana soon reached Rock's Drift with news of the approaching Zulu force. They warned the defenders there that they would be heavily outnumbered. The senior British leaders, Lieutenants John Chard of the Royal Engineers, and Gonville Bromhead of B Company, the 2nd Battalion, the 24th Regiment of Foot, met with James Dalton of the Transport Department to decide whether they should retreat or defend the station of Rourke's Drift. The British decided to stay and defend the mission station, as the heading to open ground would be certain death. The 150 or so British defenders were a mixture of sick and healthy men, with around 35 or so men being admitted to the hospital that was set up inside of Rourke's Drift. A four-foot-high defensive perimeter was erected using mealy bags, and a further barricade was constructed using biscuit boxes and old wagons. At around 4.30pm on the 22nd of January, the 4,000 Zulus approached Rourke's Drift, and they prepared to attack the British defenders. The British allowed the Zulus to charge, and they allowed them to approach to around 600 yards, before they unleashed volley fire from their Martini Henry rifles. The closer the Zulus became to the British perimeter, the more accurate and efficient the British fire became. This slowed the Zulu attacks down, but it did not stop them. They kept coming and eventually they breached the first line of the barrier. A vicious hand-to-hand combat took place, bayonet against spear, shield against sword, and again the British held firm. But the Zulus had breached the hospital, and frantic fighting took place inside. Wounded men fought side by side with their able-bodied comrades, and each took out as many enemy soldiers as they could, battling from their beds and their stretchers. The hospital was eventually set on fire during the chaos, and the majority of the men were evacuated, but some did not make it out. The British held off the attacks well into the night, but the Zulus kept coming. However, by setting the hospital on fire, the Zulus had accidentally given the British a sort of spotlight effect, allowing them to see Zulu attacks coming and defend them. Finally, as the sun rose the next day on the 23rd of January, no further attacks came. The Zulus had seemingly disappeared into thin air, and after over 10 hours of fighting, both sets of troops were exhausted, and the Zulu army had retreated. Some people argued that their scouts had warned the Zulu leaders of the approaching relief column led by Lord General Chelmsford. Others believed that they were simply exhausted and could not fight anymore. 17 British soldiers were killed at Rourke's Drift, while around 400 Zulus had been killed, plus an unknown number of wounded. 11 Victoria Crosses were handed out to the British defenders, the highest number of Victoria Crosses ever awarded during a single action in the British Army. That concludes today's episode. If you're listening on podcast, if you head over to YouTube, I'm actually doing a a whole series on the Zulu War. Uh, So we've started from from day one up until obviously now Rock's Drift. And if you're an audio, if you're a a video listener or watcher, um, obviously this episode is also on podcast form. So if you're out and about and you want to have a little listen, feel free to do that. Thank you all for listening and watching and we will see you on the next one. Cheery bye.